following program is intended for mature audiences. The time is now for the hardest hit, yet completely trivial, football show on the planet. You are in rarefied territory. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Broken Helmet. Let's rock. Well, Turkey Day is upon us. That's right. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. We have made it. Closing up November here. 11 weeks of the NFL season in the books. Winter coming down upon the Northeast and elsewhere in the country. Not down there in Florida. How are you, Chris? Pretty good. Ready for Turkey Day. Yeah, getting ready. Although our Turkey Day slate of games has been thrown into a tizzy as of, I guess, earlier today. I had just seen it uh, a little while ago. So, sure enough, COVID has struck again. Steelers, Ravens postponed. That will now be played on Sunday night, at, or Sunday at 1.15, which is unfortunate. That was the best game of the entire Turkey Day slate, but we have been robbed by that silly virus they call COVID. You got all your stuff ready for Turkey Day, or what? You got your turkey ready, or Hi. whatever you're bringing to... Wherever you're going? Kind of, not really. My wife is still in the process of making the uh, appetizer we were required to make. Why not wait till the last minute to make it? That's what I say. I I think that's how life works best, is doing things at the last minute uh, under the gun. Be completely honest. I do everything in my fucking life under the gun. I don't do anything early. I'm trying to teach teach my kids to do it differently, but unfortunately, I do not. So nothing wrong with that. You know, you'll just be making food all the way through tonight into tomorrow, or whatever. What do you have to bring? What they give you? I I don't. She Joni left it up to us, and I think Alyssa picked like spinach quiche bites or something. Oh, sounds delicious. Uh, Sounds delicious. I'd like to bite into one of those. All right. Uh, so anyway, um, that's all. Uh, that's really what's on the plate right now is is just this uh, this Ravens game. It was unfortunate because it was one of the better games of the week, um, and now we're going to have to wait. And obviously, as COVID dials up, you're getting to see a bigger impact here throughout the NFL. Uh, we'll see if that has a lasting impact on the standings. Where right now it's basically Steelers, right? Steelers, Steelers, and more Steelers. I'm really surprised you're ten and zero. Yeah, it's the quietest ten and zero ever. It just doesn't feel like a ten and zero team, right? I mean, but then it's again, crazy. It's... What's quieter, the Pittsburgh Steelers at ten and zero, or the Cleveland Browns at seven and three? The fucking Browns are seven and three. That team is not. That, yeah, but that's not a seven and three team. No, they're awful. I mean, they're so- awful. It's it's crazy. Like they they are playing really like shitty opponents in shitty weather, and they're winning by just uh, the, like a slim margin. They're they're just getting by. They just got by the Texans in a terrible weather game. They just got by the Eagles. I guess they kind of, I guess they kind of blew out the. the no, they the they handed the Eagles their rear end. Eagles. I, are terrible. I, see, I I watched most of that game. I, I neither team looked good. I mean, the weather was awful. Yeah, I got well. Yeah, take away, I, I guess it's a little bit of uh, grants. Take away you know, like the, extreme the, in that statement. Take away the what are the what do they call when it, when a quarterback just throws up a ball that's just there's just floats in the air. I I don't I don't know what you mean. You, know, you mean hail mary? Is that what you're trying? Are you trying? No, no, no. Well, well, like went through the ball and it just. It flopped in the air. It just it didn't. It wasn't like a good duck? pass. It just a duck. Kind of talking about a duck. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. So he threw one up, and and Taki Taki took that back for a touchdown. 
if it wasn't for that, that game was... Oh, dude, yeah. you know, that's so funny you brought that up. And the reason is because I was watching NFL Live yesterday. I don't watch NFL Live anymore. Do you? No. It used to be a good never. show, right? I think Trey Wingo used to... It used to be great. Yeah, yeah. I right. can't stand Wingo. the people on it. I, I, I can't stand the people no, on now it. No, now it's, uh, you know, I forget the, the the girl host because I haven't seen it in so long. And then they got uh, Mia Kimes, Mina Kimes, Mia, you know, whatever. She's ESPN's glory girl. She They're, they're plugging her everywhere. Um, anyway, so Kimes is on it. But uh, Dan Orlovsky, <laughs> come on. First He's of all, good. I like... I lo- I like Orlovsky, to be honest. Yeah, I'm not saying Dan Orlovsky is not good. He's fine. I mean, but it's Dan Orlovsky. And um, I don't understand how people are just accepting of ESPN throwing at you whatever quote-unquote expert they want to, you know, dig up out of the ground and just throw up there on TV. It's, I mean, come on, Dan Orlovsky? I mean, what makes him the uh, expert on the NFL? And he's oh, I, I, he they put him everywhere, you know. They put him on first take all the time. They always got him battling with uh, Kellerman and Stephen A. Smith. It's like Dan Orlovsky. But anyway, he was talking about that exact play. That's where I was going with this. Is he was talking about that exact play, and he said how you know Wentz had the the route mapped out, he checked down, he's going to check down, and then it was a, a lack of protection on his backside. The DN or whoever hit him, it might have been Olivia Vernon, uh, you know, hits him, ball flies up in the air, and then it's just a loose ball, a duck, if you will, and that gets picked off and run back. And that, you know... Yeah, it was, it was awful. Huge it was impact so, on the it game. Was, uh, Carson Wentz is just really terrible, to be honest. He's just, he's not good. I... I I don't know if he's not good. I just don't think he's playing well. And I think the reasons he's not playing well is mental. And when when that happens, I really question whether or not quarterbacks come back from that. You know, you usually you don't see good quarterbacks, you know, start to go down a, a bad path and then all of a sudden rally and been like, oh, you know, it was just like a two-year funk, you know, but he's back. Usually good quarterbacks stay that way. They might have a bad year here and there or they might have bad sh- – periods, but this has now been kind of a multi-year thing with him. Oh yeah, I don't think he's going to, I don't think he's going to keep that job. Uh, I I don't, I heard that too. Come on. Look, they just paid him a boatload of money, man. I mean, they gave him cash upon cash. So I, but it's been, it's been years. It's we're years into that contract. I'm sure there's ways out after, you know, two or three years. I don't know. Well, they won't know until they let Jalen Hurts go in there and actually play quarterback instead he's of going not, there and he's not their quarterback do the Taysom either. Hill bullshit where and then Taysom Hill comes back hey ESPN can you do us a favor can you not make Taysom Hill a tight end and screw up all of fantasy football give me a hell yeah for sure because we, st- we still beat what's his name uh yeah well I, I, a lot of it was a big problem then ESPN obviously came out uh earlier uh today or was it yesterday and then said going forward Taysom Hill will be uh quarterback well of course yes <laughs> what the hell would you expect yes uh anyway all right let's uh let's hop in this let's revisit last week and see some of these stats here and how we did first down, first down. all right so last week it was a winner in the dog column dogs covered eight of their games they went eight and six versus the favorites winning six of those eight games outright we had the titans the Panthers, I still couldn't understand how the Panthers ended up being an underdog. But the Titans, Panthers, Texans, Broncos, Cowboys, and the Rams. So those were all underdogs that ended up winning. Big movement from the open. One in four. The one team that saw a lot of money come in on them, and one was the Cowboys, which I was surprised about. I didn't see that one. Uh, the losers, and we felt this a little bit in our bets, were the Cards, Lions, and the Pats. Man, that Pat game, huh? That was terrible. I don't want to talk about that game. That, oh. that was that was ridiculous. Pats just stunk. Over-unders. Stunk. Over-unders went in favor of the unders this week, 7-6, to six, including what I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, Chris, it was the first shutout of the season. I don't remember another shutout, right? 
I, I don't remember one now. I think that was it. I think that was, yeah. Yeah, and that was the Lions' awesome offense throwing up zero points against that legendary Panther defense. Panthers 20, Lions 0. So that was one of the one of the unders and the first of the year in terms of shutouts that I can remember. Teasers, favorites were 9 and 5, dogs were 10 and 4. So the game totals were 19 and 9. As for the point totals, the overs were 7 and 6, unders were 9 and 4, total of 16 and 10 there. Halftime, teams were 10 and 4 when they had the lead. Four losers. Do you want to give me one of the teams that lost if you're paying attention? Uh, I don't. I don't know who. I. I, I... Ravens. Were, uh, no. Ravens were one. They blew that game at home. The Bengals another. Obviously, they lost Joe Burrow. Packers disappointing. Another team that we both picked and they ended up losing. And your Raiders! The Raiders lost their halftime lead. They were winning at half versus oh, the Chiefs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then all yeah. of a sudden it just went all downhill. That's right. They got, they got the field goal at the very end of the half. That's right. Uh, teams off the bye. There were no teams at home off a of bye. There were four teams on the road. They went two and two. The Jets and the Cowboys were able to cover on the road. And then the Chiefs and the Falcons, they lost on the road. Chiefs, I still, I, I thought that was going to be such a blowout. And give the Raiders credit. They're a team I can't figure out. And then the Falcons say, hey, look, I, you know, enough with the Falcons. I'm done with them. Road teams with a lot of money. Coming in on them, these teams have hit about 60%. They were 3-2 and two this week. Jets, Cowboys, and Steelers all saw money coming in on them, and then they ended up winning. The two teams on the road that had money on them that lost, the Chiefs again. Ah, effing Chiefs. And then the Dolphins. Dolphins was screwy. So the uh, Dolphins, I thought for sure they'd win versus the, the uh Broncos, and they did not. Broncos. So, and as for us, so here's where we lined up this week. Let me uh, pull this up real quick. And I'm sorry, usually I have this ready to rock and roll, and I didn't today. So here we go. Last week, Super Picks. Christopher, you were zero and five. That's right. Ravens, yep. Pats, Pack, Vikings, and Chiefs. With a Rooney there, brother. What happened? Uh, I can only tell you that I wasn't uh, I wasn't paying attention. That's what I'm blaming it on. <laughs> I just I randomly just pointed at games. Fair enough. Well, I wasn't paying attention either. I went two and three. Uh, the Chiefs, Packers, and Ravens lost. We both had the Ravens, we both had the Packers, and we both had the Chiefs. And then the two games I picked correctly, I had the Rams and the Seahawks, although that Seahawks game was a nail-biter in the end. Uh our straight up games this week. I was five and eight. You were two and eleven. Two. Two and eleven. Two and eleven. Ah, oh, what happened? Sharps were eight and three. Sharps have come around here in the recent weeks. Money was six and seven, and the tickets were five and eight. So everybody was under fifty percent minus the sharps. They pulled it in. So years to date result. The super contest. Stats are 22 and 23 for me, so I'm just a game under 500. You are 20 and 23, so you are three games under 500. As for the totals, picking every game, right now the money, tickets, and sharps are all percentage-wise over us. The money is 82 and 67, tickets 81 and 71, and the Sharps now are 66 and 60 after a rough beginning of the season. And we are both 77 and 78. We're both literally one game under 500. Other than that... Which is crazy because because going into this week, I was doing very good. Yeah, well, I mean, a two and eleven week is gonna really hit you in the nuts. That, that's, that ruins, like, that's that ruins an entire season of picking. That's yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's just it destroys it. Anyway, everything else is pretty uh, true to form. Uh, you know, the, the dogs still have the lead. The under, the overs still have the lead, but barely. The unders have come back here in recent weeks. That's almost a fifty-fifty split there. 
uh, and elsewhere. I don't know. The, you know, the, the game teases are about 70% either way. Uh, unders are uh, teased, are uh, losing a little bit because of the overs. And that home, the road team featuring a lot of money, they still have a little bit of juice. They're now 36 and 21 after that three and two. So they're at 63% for the week. Other than that, there's not a, not a whole lot to point to uh, in terms of trends. So anyway, right now, last couple of things that we got, we usually look at the against the spread and the over and unders. And right now, Pittsburgh, Vegas, Miami, and the Giants are all 70% and above versus the spread. Philly, Jets, Houston, Dallas are all 30% or under versus the spread. So those are the extremes there. As for the the overs-unders, the uh, Raiders, Bills, Titans, Chargers, Vikings, and Saints are all 70% and over. Saints, I'm really shocked on that one. And then the Cardinals, Giants, Rams, and Bears are all underneath the 30% mark. Um, so that's about it. Um, I don't know. Any, anything else that uh, you wanted to chew the fat on a little bit before we jumped into the games? Yeah, the Bengals screwed both my money line and my teaser Last week, I, I, the Burrow injury killed me. Yeah, the Burrow injury was good. Well, actually, you're uh, well. No, did the Falcons stay under the ten percent? I or the or ten percent under the ten points? That was the other game. I thought I had it marked off because they lost twenty four to nine, right? And didn't you tease the Falcons down and take them? That's how I had that mm-hmm. teaser marked. But regardless, Let's yeah, the, the Bengals game was a killer because that injury completely flipped that thing on its head. And too tough to see yes. Burrow. Yeah, go, yeah, yeah. Tough to see Burrow go down like that. He did. He dislocated that knee. That thing you could see it on the slow motion replay pop out and then pop back in. And you know they were saying, "Oh, ACL." I, I all I kept thinking was some of the worst knee injuries I've ever seen. You know, Napoleon McClellan, and uh, I, you know I don't know. There's a whole slew of bad knee injuries that have taken place. Uh, who was the running back out of South Carolina? That got banged up, and then they tried to. Oh, we were just talking about that kid. He was going to be the number awful. one pick. He was unbelievable, and San Francisco it's signed a good, him. It's a good, yeah. Forty Nine ers uh, signed him and tried to give him a, a couple of years to rehab, and it didn't work out. I can't remember his name, uh, but that they name. signed him pretty. They signed him pretty high too. I don't remember. I just remember it. You know that was unfortunate. Now Burrow's knee. I don't. I don't know if it was that bad, but man, that thing looked bad. And then all of a sudden they say ACL, MCL, and plus other structural issues within the knee. So you knew that thing was bad. That kind of overshadowed the whole week, and that's all. That's the one thing I kept thinking about was, damn, it, you you get this great quarterback, and then all of a sudden he's gone, and you don't know if he's coming back. Yeah, that injury was brutal. It's such a shame. Yeah, too bad. Too bad. All right, let's jump into it here. Uh, what game? I, you know, I was going to start off with that Steelers-Ravens game, but now that it's not going to be played, I don't, you know, where do you want to go first here with our first couple of games? The Colts game's pretty good. You want to go uh, out to Indianapolis? All right, let's do it. Second down. We will fly out to Indianapolis and we'll look at the Colts taking on the Titans right now. This game is going to be played at 1 o'clock on Sunday. Colts are favored by three and a half here. They also happen to be the Sharps pick. All the money and tickets are coming in on the Titans rather heavily here. So they're going to feature a big road team right now. This obviously could change between now and Sunday. But So the Colts are favored by three and a half. The Titans have 75% of the tickets and 87% of the money coming in on them over under 51. So what are you feeling here with the Colts? Because I have went anti-Colts constantly, pro-Titans, and it has not worked out in my favor in the recent past. Yeah, that's kind of why I wanted to talk about it. I I watched that that game last week against the the Packers. They, I I didn't think the Colts were a team that could come back. Now that's either saying that the Packers defense is really just that awful, or maybe the Colts do have a little bit of an offensive surge come the second half of the year here, and they can kind of match 
how good their defense is with, you know, an offense that can actually put up points. I don't know. I was, I was shocked that the Colts, you want to talk about records. Like I'm shocked that they are what? Seven and three, seven and three three now, four and one at home, three and two away, seven and three total. They're scoring. They allow, they allow 300 yards a game. That's really good. Yeah, like I mean, their defense is solid. Their defense is solid. Now, remember in this game, what I just saw, DeForest Buckner is going to be out. So he is thrown on the COVID list. So they lost their yeah. big acquisition from San Francisco for this game. And he's been a, a, a rock-solid you know, piece of that defensive line. Yeah. I mean, look, 89 yards a game, that's how much they give up on the ground. Like, that's that's so low in in the NFL. Is Henry, but you know what? Buckner might be out, but if I'm not mistaken, Tennessee's offensive line also is pretty banked up. They're using backup players. Yeah, well, I mean, they lost their standout tackle weeks and weeks ago. Um, That was a while ago. Um, And then elsewhere, I, I don't know about the overall health of their offensive line outside of that one injury. Um, Didn't the Colts just crush them too a couple weeks ago? Uh, with their, I don't know. Did they play? When did they play again? Yeah, they they that they was played the thir- two weeks ago. That was a yeah, Thursday night Thursday game. Night. The Thursday night game, right? Yeah, thirty. But remember, seventeen. That Thursday night game is the game that the Titans had control, complete control, and then went absent in the second half. And I think that was the block punt, correct? And then they didn't score. I don't think they scored a point. They went over in the second half. I don't. I don't have the box score in front of me, but. And so no, yeah, they they, they were up, they, they were up, up at 10-3. half. They were up at half, and uh, then they went over. Uh, uh, yeah, seventeen thirteen. Yep. Yeah, seventeen thirteen, and then they went over in the second half. Disappeared. Yep. So, I don't know. It, it feels like I I am having trouble bringing myself to pick the Colts. I can't do it. Really? Yeah, I can't do it. I I, I, I see this. No, I know. I just here's the thing with me. For one, I just I can't get behind Philip Rivers because even though they keep pulling this off, I, I just I'm not seeing anything on the offensive side that gives me confidence. And I just see them skating by. I see you know mistakes being made by the other teams that allow them to get some of these seven you know. Seven victories. Obviously, you could say that about every team, but you can get yeah. behind. You can get behind Rivers. I mean, he's not playing well. No, I, I can't. I, I don't get behind Rivers. I get behind. If I'm back, if I'm getting behind somebody, it's Darius Leonard in that defense. Yeah, I mean for sure. I mean the, the defense has let up. I think a total of just under, uh, just over two hundred points. Yeah, two hundred eight points. So they got a point differential of sixty eight. Um, and 208 is pretty solid across the league. You know, obviously there there are some teams that are there with them, some teams that are better, but pretty solid. Two uh, 208, 20, a quarter of that, or what, an eighth of that was last week. Right, so. so yeah, I got you. Yeah, I, I, but, I don't know. I, I, I just, it's too, I, I'm just not a Tennessee fan. I got, just, just eye test, like, if A.J. Brown has a shitty game, it doesn't open up the lanes for Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's good, but you're going to have to give him 30 carries for him to to win you with a game. They, they can't win by rushing on a team anymore in this league. It doesn't work. You can't just rush your way to a win. Yeah, I, you know, they, they just got that win versus the Ravens. Even the Ravens are, are struggling themselves mightily, especially uh, the, on offense. The Ravens were winning too. That's the third time the I don't even want to talk about that Ravens game. That's the third game the Ravens have been up by double digits and lost. I, well, I don't, they're 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 ridiculous. That that team just falls apart so quick. It's not even also. It's just the way that they have it built. Because if you're not going to pass the ball and try to open up the score a little bit, and you're going to try to run and then play close games, you're going to lose games like that. Of course, because you're going to kick the ball away when the defense stops you. Yeah, right. You're just going to constantly be punting the ball back to the. Then they're going to build momentum, pass, score, and do it all over again. Yeah, the the risk you run 
creating an offense that revolves around running the ball is that tight games can really go either way. And it just invites a lot of other variables into it. Uh, you know, things that happen intra-game, turnovers, freaky plays, injuries, all the rest of it. Um, but and I don't know. I, again, there's I probably should pick Colts because every time I go in Titans in a spot like this, I lose. But I'm going with the Titans yet again here versus the Colts. And, and like probably out like Colts can if the Colts can beat the Packers, the Colts can beat the Titans. Packers are very good. Uh, Packers are okay. They're very good. I, I thought the Packer I gave the Packers a lot more credit. I think in recent weeks they've kind of shown how they're spotty at best. Um, I think they're I think they're one of the better teams in the league, but that's not to say they're a good team. Devontae anyway. Adams. It's hard to stop. Man. Oh, he's awesome. Devontae Adams is great. He, he's real deal. And when Rodgers is on point, he's good. You know, but Rodgers also, you know, he can really stink up a stink up a game here and there. He's smart, man. He just peppers Adams. Adams, I'm hard-pressed to find a better receiver in the league after watching him play all year long. Uh, he's well, very, very good. I mean, what, you got him, you got Hopkins. Uh, you can't throw Julio in there anymore. He's just too old and banged up. Michael Thomas. Uh, I, you know, Michael Thomas, but he hasn't really played this year. I mean, if you go by yardage this year, you got Hopkins, Diggs, Kelsey, McLaurin, DJ Moore, DJ Me- DK Metcalf, Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen. I think Devontae, Aben, De- Devontae Adams rises to the top in all of those, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. As yeah, it, oh, for sure. I think Hopkins, and- is the, Hopkins is the only one I, I'd say you could argue. Yeah, all around wide receiver, I think Hopkins and Adams are one and two in the league right now. So, but, well, before we digress here too far. Yeah, we are way off topic here. Yeah, right. Colts, Colts are the choice for me. Colt, you're going Colts. Okay. So, uh, next game, why don't we go after, I don't know. There aren't really a whole lot of games. Let's, let's do the Steelers game anyway. So, let's fly out to Pittsburgh. Even though this is going to be screwy with all the COVID, it was going to be one of the best games on the docket here. Uh, and, and it would have been great to end uh, Turkey Day like this. So we got the Steelers hosting the Ravens. Steelers favored by four. Right now, the Steelers are trifecta pick with the Sharps, tickets, and money all coming in on the Steelers. Over under of 45 points. Can the Ravens rally back from the loss last week and beat a Steeler team that that's ten and zero? I mean, however they do it, you got to give them credit, right? I mean, ten and zero is ten and zero. They were crushing them a couple weeks ago. I mean, now, but the question my, is this my week. Comput- my computer froze on me here. I was trying to pull up that game again. Well, wing it. Um, yeah, so so I think they were up by a score of like twenty one to ten. And they tried to do exactly what you just said. They tried to rush their way to victory in the second half, and they let Pittsburgh back in that game. So this game is at Pittsburgh now, right? It's, it's in it's in Pittsburgh right now, correct? Yeah, four so points. It's in, Pitt, it's in Pittsburgh. It's four points. I don't believe once I said it last week, and, and it screwed me. But I don't believe the Ravens are as bad as they're playing right now. I think they just are trying to find a new identity. And I don't know what's wrong with Lamar Jackson, but here's what I will say. One, I'm going to pick the Ravens. And and I just, I have a feeling that Harbaugh has something worked out where I, I don't believe the Steelers are a 10-0 team. So that's part of it. But one, I think that Harbaugh knows how to beat the Steelers. Two, I think that it's not going to be a Lamar Jackson winning this game, I think it is going to be more a Gus Edwards slash Mark Andrews slash, uh, I don't even want to say Marquise Brown, but more like a Willie Sneed. Like their playmakers are going to make plays to win this game. And their defense, which is very underrated, nobody really ever talks about how good the Ravens defense or the talent they have on the Ravens defense. Um, I think their defense is strong enough to shut down Ben Roethlisberger. Now, in regards to players, Baltimore, by the way, seven DVOA defense, nine versus the pass, four versus the rush. Right, but but when we talk about the Ravens, what's the first thing everybody talks about? It's Lamar Jackson. 
right? Like everybody talks about how good Lamar Jackson is. He's a cheat code. Uh, like he's not the cheat no. code anymore. Yeah, well, he, he had one year, right? I, I don't know. I never put too much weight on last year on its own. I thought it was a great year. Uh, I mean, throughout this year when you we watched been- him play, dude, you watch him play, and it's like, why? Why aren't you going? Like, go. Why did you slow down this year? <laughs> Fucking go. What do you mean go? <laughs> go. Move. Like, run. Like, okay. what are you doing? Dude, dude just – he runs into the line. He can't get anywhere. And then he runs out and throws the ball away. I know, but he did that last year. He did that last year. It was just he had more success, at least with the uh, passing part of it, than he did this year. Uh, I I don't know. I just think that their offense is just gimmicky and it's stupid. And I don't care what kind of motion you use, what kind of formations you use. When you know, seventy percent of your offensive passing plays end up being runs. And I don't know that number. I'm just throwing it out there. You know, eye testing. I, I'm not going to look it up right now. But when you're looking to run the ball all the time and you can't throw it, I, I mean. That's what's going to happen. That, that, that shit's gimmicky. You, you can't do it. It's never worked. It worked last year probably because you haven't seen it in years. But now, I mean, you know, you watch you watch their games. People are flying into the line because they're just teeing off because they're like, they're just running the ball. You know, like, I don't, you know, keep contained and, and just, you know, make sure you put pressure on, on the rush. And it, it's worked out. But... You know, in the sense that you think that he has more potential. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, he's not living up to it right now. Right, okay, so here's the deal. They they lost three halftime leads. We always talk about halftime leads. You know, teams that, what are their, I mean, what are the standings for teams that have lost having a halftime lead? They've lost three halftime leads. They have four losses. They lost three halftime leads. Yeah, they lost one last week. I know. So, so you're talking about a team that could very well be nine and one. And then if we were talking about that game, a team of nine and one Ravens versus 10 and 0 Steelers, would you still have the same feeling towards the Ravens oh, that you do right now? For sure. Because I wouldn't feel like they're a nine and one team. I've watched almost all their games this year, if not live on replay. And that team would not be a nine. And, I mean, they're lucky they to be where they're at. Three double digit leads. I, I know, but that that's what happens when you're you have an offense that's just slanted one way and one way only. And especially if that in twenty twenty is rushing the ball. You know, because if the other team can pass the ball and you you're just rut, rushing it and trying to kill the clock, I, I mean teams that they can score so quick nowadays. All right, here's another question for you. If you were a coach in the AFC would you want to play the Ravens in the first round of the playoffs? Yes. You really? I, I mean, okay. So you have these. These are the conference, uh, the division leaders right now: the Bills, the Steelers, the Colts, and the Chiefs. So let's say the Ravens get in there as a wild I think card. Seven, right? They're seven. What? They're ranked seventh, or are they out right now? Oh, I don't know. Let's just say for shits and giggles that they're a wild card team. So if you're the Bills. Colts, Steelers, and Chiefs. Are any of those teams scared to play the Ravens at home? I don't think anybody wants to play Lamar Jackson, the, the MVP of last year at home. I don't think any of them want to. Nah, I I mean, I don't see any of them being, you know, if there were two teams that would, you know, have a little hesitation, maybe the Colts and the Bills, because I'm not sold on the Colts offense. I, I wouldn't be confident in Phillip Rivers being able to get it done for the rest of the season in the playoffs, and the Bills only because Josh Allen is such a... Uh, well, the Ravens already beat the Colts. The Ravens just crushed the Colts. Yeah, like I know. Well, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, hypothetically speaking, because you said, would you be afraid in the playoffs? And I said, right. well, those are right. the three, four teams that could play them. And I, I think all Kansas of them will City welcome. doesn't care. K- Kansas City doesn't care. No, neither do the Steelers. I don't know if they do, man. I don't think they... The, that you know what you know what that defense has going for them confidence. They just they're just confident they're going to beat everybody. Yeah, and, that, and they that. were super pissed off that they postponed this game. I oh mean, my god, they were so mad. Oh I my god, they're so mad. Yeah, I, I mean they were flipping out all over social media. Suck a motherfucker! That they didn't play this game. They were not happy at all. Yeah. 
So, uh, but all right, you got to pick a you got to pick a team. I'm taking the Ravens. You I'm are taking, taking the Ravens. Uh, I'll take the I'll take the points. I don't I don't think this is what's it four right? This might be a field goal game. I could very easily see this thing going down to the wire and it being a field goal game. All right, you're you're just burrowed in there like a tick. You're not going to move off the Ravens there. Um, all right. So that said, uh, do you want to have the last uh, pick here because there are really no games that I like to see. I could go. Cardinals, Pats. Oh, Chiefs box. Chiefs box. Yeah, for sure. Let's fly out there. I I forgot about that game. I usually have them marked off right out of the gate. But so let's fly down to Tampa Bay where the Chiefs and the Bucks are going to play. Um, This is obviously probably, if not Steelers, Ravens, this is the best game of the week. And right now, the Chiefs, as a road favorite here, have the Sharps tickets and money coming in on the Chiefs. And the money uh, is coming in pretty heavily, 79% right now. Chiefs favored by 3.5, over under 52.5. So they're expecting points, and they're expecting a close game here. I don't know. I don't see what they've seen in the Bucks that would make the Chiefs any less than at least a five-and-a-half-point favorite here, outside of the fact that the Chiefs keep playing close games. I think that's why. I, I mean, the Chiefs keep playing close games, but then they have one that they open it up. and the Bucks... Yeah, but this but this defense isn't like they're not going to roll on this defense, man. Who, who isn't going to roll on what defense? You mean Kansas the Chiefs, not, the Chiefs not... aren't going to roll on the Bucks defense? Yeah. You know, the Bucks just lost at home to the Rams. I know. I mean, they got good golf, but they got very good golf. Like that was the best golf's looked all year. I mean, they got good golf, and when you got good golf, you know you, you got a team there. I mean, Tampa Bay is still number two DVOA in defense. They are two against the pass and one against the rush. So, uh, and Kansas City obviously is not. Kansas City struggles mightily on the defensive side of the ball. Um, they might have come up a little bit. They used to be down. They're fourteen now. So they're better against the pass than the rush. They can't defend the rush versus anything. They're 10 against the pass, 30 against the rush. Um, you know, but I, I mean, Ronald Jones really, he has a good game here and there. Fournette's been absent. You know, th- this is. Yeah, he's, he's awful. This has been basically Brady. You know, when, when Brady comes to play, well, minus that New Orleans game, that Saints game was terrible. That was over before it started. But, you know, you could look at that game last week and just say it's, you know, it, it's Brady that lost that game for the Bucs. <sighs> that wouldn't be know. giving credit to the Rams. I mean, I thought the Rams played a pretty good game. They definitely handled the Bucks' offense. I, you know what? I don't. I don't think either team really shut down the other team last week. I just think that they had a couple uh, three and outs at the right time that uh, uh, allowed the Rams to, to score and, and go up by enough to, to win that game. I, I, I wasn't like, I, did you watch that game last week and you were, were you really like, wow, that Rams defense is incredible. I uh, no, but I mean, they did look Tampa Bay has thrown up 320 points on the year. So it's not like they haven't scored. The chiefs have thrown up 321. So they're both throwing up points. They actually have a very close point differential too, uh, one hundred seven yeah. to sixty-seven. The Bucks have let up more points, obviously two fifty-three versus the Chiefs two fourteen, which is crazy because the Chiefs had the worst defense, um, the worst of the two. But obviously that goes situationally speaking, game to game and your opponents. Um, I don't know. I, Tampa Bay here at home doesn't scare me. They're three and two for the year. Um, you know, versus the spread. Uh, Tampa Bay is, they're not one of the stronger teams, if I'm not mistaken. Tampa Bay is five and six. Chiefs aren't great either. Kansas City, well, Kansas City six and four. So, but I don't know. Right now, you're, you're giving me three and a half points. You're telling me the Chiefs have to win by three points. I'm taking the Chiefs. This is the Vegas thing. This is the Vegas thing we always talk about where you wonder why is that spread so low? What do they, what do they know that I don't know? Uh, maybe, I don't know. But, but then again, there might be people looking at this and been like, oh, this is the get right game. This is the next comeback game. Uh, you know, the chiefs, you know, the defense isn't that good. They can't rush the ball. They they can't defend the rush that well. And so maybe Ronald Jones gets favored. Maybe they change up the offense. You know, they slow Kansas city down. I'm not sure. I, I, that's what I would imagine. Maybe the, the argument would be. 
Yeah. That's that's pretty good. I'm wondering when the last time Tom Brady had consecutive losses was. Oh, I don't know. Um, I, I don't throw too much stock into that kind of stuff here. I mean, this is going to be, can the like all the Chiefs games, I think this is going to be, can the Bucks stop the Chiefs? And then, if they can, can the Bucks offense, you know, get their form back and be able to score points and perform functionally? You know, they, they just didn't look good on Monday night. No, they didn't. I. It's going to sound, it sounds crazy when I say it out loud or say it in my head, but I actually like the Bucks team more in this game. I just think they match up better with the Chiefs than they do with the Rams. And I, the Chiefs defense is not good. We we we've established that. They're they're not good. Or or so everybody keeps saying they're only bad against the the Raiders. Like no, they're not that good. Their front their front four, their rush their their pass rush is pretty good. But that offensive line is playing pretty good for, for uh, the 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 Bucks. I don't. How many sacks did, did Brady have last week? One. Uh, he got sacked oh, one time. I don't know. I, I don't have it. I, I don't have it up. I, I know they shut down the best guy in the league. One of the best guys in the league, and Aaron Donald. He didn't even have a tackle. Um, I don't know. I I this is a tough call. I'm I'm gonna go with the Bucks. Kind of. Mainly because of what you said, I just I think that they'll be prepared for this game. I, and the Chiefs just had a really tough tough time with uh, they had a tough time with the Panthers, and they had a tough time with uh, uh, the Raiders. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. It feels like everybody's getting up to play the Chiefs, you know. Obviously, but I mean, they keep and the Raiders. God, the Raiders really give it to them. They uh, they they play them tough. Uh, but you're gonna go to the Bucks here. Yep, going Bucks. All right. So those are the big three. Let's go down the rest of the docket. Third down. All right, so we'll start off uh, the Thursday games. Texans at the Lions. Texans favored by three. Texans also a trifecta pick here, getting the Sharps plus the tickets and a lot of money, 80% of the cash coming in on the Texans, over under 51. Did the Lions have anything left in the tank here? No. No, me either. I, I, I'm, I'm done with them. Matt Patricia. I don't, sticks. I don't, and I'm not a big fan of the Texans either. I can't believe they won that game last week, but the Patriots have a lot of things to work out in their locker room. I, I don't know what's going on with that I, team. Well, with the Patriots, just consistency. I, the Texans look. Uh, Watson is playing. Sean Watson is playing fantastic football this year, um, and, and he's doing it with. Not a lot of help, right? They get rid of Hopkins. They're going Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks. Uh, you know, you, you trade for David Johnson. You haven't even had him. Um, but Watson has been doing it basically all himself. He's been playing great football. Their defense is not good. The problem with the Lions is I just don't know the identity of the team anymore. Uh, you know, they, they just lost. They, they just got zippoed at versus the Panthers. I, I mean, that's terrible. You know, you got to score points. How do you not score a single point? In 2020, I, I mean, yeah, no way. I'm Stafford going. is Stafford is a different quarterback when when Galladay plays, and without Galladay again, I I got no interest in in picking the Lions. No, I, the the Lions got nothing going in their regard, and I, it's just a matter of time before this team completely rolls over. Uh, you know, you you throw up a goose egg in 2020. You know, fuck off. Your team sucks. Uh, I'm going Texans. Yep, me too. All right, so the next game on Turkey Day is the Cowboys hosting the Redskins. This game's actually a good game, and there's significance in it because the NFC East is so fucking terrible. So the Cowboys are favored by three. They're also a trifecta pick, although it's slim. It's only 53% of the tickets, 54% of the money, and the over-under is 46. I, I am looking at Washington, and I think they're the better team. <laughs> Am I crazy? No. I don't know. The winner of this game is officially in first place in the NFC East until Sunday. So uh, I, they're not the mo- more talented team. That's cr- that's crazy. I don't think they're the like, more talented team. I think they're the better team. Oh no! I don't. No, I even the Cowboys with Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton actually looked good last week. They beat a four and zero 
uh, a Vikings team over the last four weeks. They they had come in with a four game winning streak, one of the hottest teams in the league, and the Cowboys beat them. And yeah, I mean, we both we both picked the Vikings last week, so it was a surprise yes. that to both of us that the Cowboys won. Here's the thing: if C.D. Lamb doesn't make that acrobatic catch, it, do they win that game? I mean, that was an insane. Catch. That's a tough. That's a tough call. That's to, you know, like to, if you take away that touchdown, then you have to also take away any crazy play that the Vikings maybe made. Uh, uh, okay, fine, maybe, but yeah. that catch was like it was awesome. It, it was, was an awesome, awesome catch. It was an awesome. It was catch. awesome. You know, you awesome. want to talk about all the one-handed catches? That catch was. I, I I still I watched it a couple of times, you know, flipping it back, and it's just wow. I don't know how he, he was twisting. Side, sideways and then twisted behind and kept his eye. It was really, it was a phenomenal grab. I, I love listening to people on the radio and on podcasts talk about this wide receiver class is so incredible, by the way. This fret, this rookie wide receiver class is so incredible. And I, I don't know who I lean on. They, they argue about who has, who's going to have the best rest of this season uh, and who has the most potential for, uh, to be the best receiver out of this class, CD Lamb is is tough to argue with. Like he's he's, he's so good. he's the best. He's the best that there is. I'm sorry, hey. he he's the best. It's no argument here. Uh, even uh, with CD Lamb, though, I'm going to go Washington. Uh, no, I'm going to go Cowboys. You're going to go Cowboys. All right, I'm going Washington. I, I just think they have the better defense, um, and I think they their coaching is better. I like Rivera. So you're going to go Cowboys. I'm going to go Washington. <laughs> So that'll bring us now to Sunday, to the games that we haven't talked about at 1 o'clock. First one being the Vikings that we just discussed coming off that rough loss versus the Cowboys. They are playing the Panthers, favored by four. Over under is 48 and a half. And right now, the tickets are coming in on the Panthers, and the money is coming in on the Vikings. Who are you going to side with here? The Panthers are my darling child. I don't know if I'm going to pick them this week, though. Yeah, a lot of people love the Panthers. Bridgewater's going to play. Um, which, P.J. Walker threw up, I mean, he had two interceptions in the end zone. Yeah, I know, but the, here's if the deal. Don't, and, and I'm an XFLer, so I love uh, I love the XFL alumni. Um, uh, P.J. Walker had a good game, but he also had a bad game when he came in as spot duty, and we saw this with Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins has a great game versus the Giants, comes in the next game and stinks up the point. Stinks up the joint. So, I would prefer to have Teddy Bridgewater. That's what. Oh, I, of course, he's a much better game manager than. But I, I, I just, I, Walker threw a couple deep balls that I was thoroughly impressed with. I, I, the way he, I was just, it was impressive. I, I was, I was for a guy that, a backup. You know, he, he looked like he has potential in the future. At least. I, I hope so. I hope he has potential. Um, in, in this game, I would rather have Bridgewater, and it sounds like he's playing. So you know, PJ Walker, nice to see you. You know, wish you best on your future endeavors. Uh, but for here, can Teddy Bridgewater and the Panthers beat the Vikings on the road? No. I'm going to go Vikings. No, nope, I'm going Vikings too. Uh, I like the Panthers. I've picked them a lot this year. They just uh, blanked the Lions. But I think the Vikings here, they should have won last week. I think Dalvin Cook is going to be a little too much for the Panthers. Obviously, Kirk Cousins is a question mark because he's just not really that good. Yeah, Jefferson's coming on, man. Jefferson's like top 10 in the league for yards. It's crazy when you think about that. But Yeah, and then Thielen has a game and a half. So, um, Dude, he's so good for... How old is he now? Thirty three? Oh, I don't 34? know how. I, I don't. Is he that old? I'm not gonna look it up right now, but I don't think he's that old. I think he's younger. I don't think he's like. Oh, he's definitely at least in his young thirties. I mean, he's not a he's not a spring chicken anymore. Uh, Thielen. All right, I'll have to look that up another time. I don't think he's that old, but I don't know. So regardless, Thielen's he's, coming oh, around. He's he's, thir- he's going to turn thirty one. He's going to turn thirty one. All right. Um, older than I thought, younger than you thought. Uh, Jefferson has come along. That's given him uh, the ability to stretch the field and obviously has added value to Thielen because now he's getting a little bit better looks since the defense has to check out oh, where yeah. Jefferson is at any given time. 100%. Yeah. Uh, so we're both going on the Vikings on... He has 200 more yards than Thielen has. Can you believe that? Yeah, well, I mean, this is what this is what Diggs should have been, right? But they were always yeah. focused on Diggs from day one. 
So they didn't, you know, Diggs wasn't able to surprise anybody like Jefferson did here. The next game up will be the Bills Chargers. Bills at home, favored by five and a half, over under 54 and a half points. Bills have the tickets and the Chargers have the money, but barely. So, Bills Chargers, are you taking Herbert on the road? No, that kid's really good, though. Not he, a chance up to, I'm taking him, but I'm the. But he's really good. That, he, he, he's the, he's going to be a, a legit quarterback in this league for a long time. He's really good. I agree with you. I also am taking the Bills. I am backing the Bills defense here. Yes. And, At home. Yeah, off a bye. Yeah, correct. This is a home bye. Uh, like you just mentioned, there's one of four teams. This is the first and one of two home buys. So... I, I think that their defense and coming off the bye is enough to get by the Chargers. Five and a half is a little bit of points since the Chargers yeah, throw them up. a lot more than wanted. I think it started lower, didn't it? Uh, it opened up at six, so it's actually oh, it come went, down. It went down. Okay, I, I was I must have I was mistaken. So we're both on the Bills on this one at home, going with the defense, uh, and although five points, a little iffy. Giants, my G-man, favored by five and a half on the road versus the Bengals, over under 42, not expecting much in this one. Brandon Allen is getting the nod here for Cincinnati, and right now, big money coming in on the Giants, 74%, tickets 69%. Uh, I, I can't do anything other than pick, snap pick the Giants here. It's the Bengals and a backup quarterback. The only thing keeping yeah. them in games was Burrow. What's Giants uh, DBI? Uh, on what side of the ball? Uh, defense. Defense is 28. 29 against the pass, 17 against the rush. And wow, they're so much better than I that. Know, that's I know, I know. We've said it a couple crazy. of times. And their offense is 24th, 26 on the, uh, versus the pass, 11 versus the rush. That's surprising to me, 11 versus the rush. Um, but, yeah, their defense is – I think it's a lot better than 28. But that's what it is. Better against the rush than the pass. And that's obviously because that defensive line is really stacked. But it doesn't yeah. matter. Any the, A weakness in the pass here doesn't matter. So – uh, I'm going Giants. You are? Giants. All right. Next up is the Browns versus the Jags. This one played in Jacksonville. Browns favored by six and a half. 49 is the over-under. Snap pick Jags for me. I'm not. Wow. Yeah, dude. Browns in seven points? No way. The Jags are starting Mike Lennon. I, I don't. I, I'm not. I'm not taking the Browns in seven points anywhere. Mike Glennon. I, I get it, buddy. I get it. I get it. I I get it. I'm 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 not giving the Browns seven points on the road. Oh, I, uh, I, all right. So no. you, you Browns. You're taking Browns. the Browns. That's Next up, so Dolphins versus the Jets. Jets at you're home. You're betting on Mike Lennon. I am betting on Mike Lennon. Dolphins favored by seven versus the Jets. Dolphins have the tickets and the money coming their way. Over under 44 and a half. Sharps taking the Jets here. What are you taking? I'm, I'm taking the Dolphins mainly off of the notion that last week was ridiculous and they just didn't like to play in Denver. Okay. Um, I I don't know. This is another game. How do you, how do you it just betting on the Jets is like shooting yourself in the face. Oh, jeez, that's that's a little aggressive. Shooting yourself no. in the face. If I had a if they're, I would gun sound they're effect, I would really bad. Off. They're really really bad. Uh, they're I'm, really bad. I'm picking the Jets. Uh, seven points is too much for me. Uh, I I know I know I know I know. Give me a hell yeah. Go with the Jets, baby. Uh, seven points is too much. So I'm going with the Jets. You're going with the Dolphins, and uh, I don't know. It's not so really... just just so ever, anybody who's listening, you have officially picked, and you are betting on Mike Lennon and Joe Flacco. So far, okay, I I am. Next okay. up, Raiders at the Falcons. Raiders favored by three. Uh, Falcons at home dog here, 55 and a half points. Everybody's picking the Raiders. Uh, are you going to pick the Raiders as well? Because tickets and money both have them. 
Yeah, I'm surprised that I actually thought this was yet. When I looked at it, I was shocked. I'm taking the Falcons. You're taking the Falcons, huh? I almost penciled I, you in for the Raiders. I do, I do not. I do not believe in what the Raiders are doing. And if this is going to be just like this is going to be just like the Chiefs game. This is going to be a shootout. What's the over under in this? As I just said, 55 and a half. They are expecting points yeah, in this it, one. Right. This is a shootout and I, I don't I don't think their offensive power. Atlanta's defense isn't as bad as everybody thinks either. No, they're I, not. I mean, I, although we we went to them, and I think Atlanta defense ends up being lower. But we we said that they're they're good against the rush, right? And they suck against right. the pass. They have a lot of talented players. They just I you know putting it together is the is the other part of this. Um, no, I, I I like the Falcons, man. I believe in the Falcons. I and I'm not convinced the Raiders are are good outside of beating a team like the Chiefs for some odd reason. They just, they played really well against the Chiefs. Yeah, I, I I have gone in the Falcons so many spots this year. They have burnt me every single time, including last week. Fuck the Falcons. I'm taking the Raiders. Next up, the final one o'clock game is the Cardinals in New England facing off against the Patriots. Kyler Murray banged up, says he's fine, not so sure. Right now, it's two and a half points in favor of the Cardinals. So the Patriots are road dog here. And the Sharps are picking the Patriots. The tickets and money are in on the Cardinals as of right now. Heavy money on the Cardinals, 90% of the cash. 49.5 is the over-under. I am taking the Cardinals here. I, I just don't see what the Patriots have done for me to pick them versus this Cardinal team that has really battled tough teams and played well. Yes, it's on the road. Yes, Kyler Murray is a question mark. But the Patriots have given me nothing to back them in basically a field goal game here versus what I who I think is the better team. I think the Cardinals have more talent. Yeah, you said you said Pats are a home dog, a road dog. You meant home dog, right? Uh, you know what I mean? This, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is at New England, right? This is in New England. Yes, home dog is yeah. what I meant. That's the only reason I'm scared about this game. I'm going to pick the Cardinals. I, I look. I personally not not because I have him on my fantasy team. I think Kyler Murray is going to be good for a very short amount of years, right? He's too small to continue to do what he's doing, you know, running around like a maniac until he, he eventually just gets smothered like he did last week. Like that could be the end of his season for running. You yeah, know what I mean? Like true. He might, he might be afraid to run now. And then that throws the whole offense off. Um, but I, I do believe that the Cardinals have enough talent to beat the horrible Patriots. They are. That's the worst Patriots team I've seen since the early two thousands. Yeah, it's not good. I, I that's why I'm not taking it I, here. Yeah, I, I. And you know what? They're probably going to come out and win by thirty. Right. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> we all get against Belichick, and, and he wins by thirty. True but yeah, that. I'm going. I'm going cards. All right, so here we go into the 4 o'clock games and then the night games. We're going to fly through here because we're we're about uh, 57 minutes into this, and we still got our, our gambling to do, so fourth down. So let's fly through these. Rams 49ers, Rams favored by 7, 46 and a half is the over-under. Right now, uh, everything coming in on the 49ers. Uh, I picked the Rams. Seven points is a lot, doesn't scare me. Oh, I love it. I love this game. I'm all about the Rams. You're all about I, the Rams I, as well. I, yeah, I, I just don't think San Francisco's good. I, I just I don't think that Nick Mullins is going to beat that defense. Yeah, I think San Francisco's shot. So we're both in on the Rams on that one. The Saints will be traveling to Denver. They'll be a road favorite. Five and a half points here. 43 and a half is the over-under. Tickets on the Saints. Money on the Broncos. I picked the Broncos too many times and lost doing it. I picked the Saints right away. I just don't think anybody's prepared yet. Like, everybody had a year to prepare for uh, Lamar Jackson this year. I don't think teams are prepared yet for what Taysom Hill brings. And I think they're going to win a bunch of games because of that. It's true. I mean, they're going to need a couple of game tapes in order to prep their defense. Right, right, right. And I don't think that any that one game last week isn't going to be that for for certain teams. Um, yeah, I liked it. I love this game too. I think that six is is, is an easy six. Yeah, Broncos Broncos are terrible. Denver's dead last DVOA offense. 
dead yeah. last. Their they're their defense is still is solid. Horrific. Defense is still nine, but their offense is dead last, and I don't think that's going to get it done here. Five and a half. It should be a good pick here for the Saints. Uh, Chiefs, Bucks, Chiefs. Oh, we talked about that one. Sorry. Packers, Bears. Packers, another road favorite here. Favored by eight and a half. Over under 45 points. The Sharps picked the Bears. Everybody else picked the Packers. Bears might be going back to Mitch Trubisky. Are you going with yeah, Mitch? Yeah, I, like I, like I like the Bears. Their, their uh, passing defense is ranked really high, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, their pass defense, the Bear, the Bears defense is still good. DVOA, it is drum roll. Top Chicago's five? top five. They're four actually. The yeah. pass is three. The rush is three. So three in each. It, yeah, their their defense is pretty good. And uh, I don't know, man. I I love the Packers, but I I don't see them winning this by eight and a half. That their Packers, if they don't make it far this year, it's because their defense can't stop anybody. Yeah, anybody. True enough. I I just the the Bears defense. I've gone with that theory. Bears and their defense. Every spot, it's done me wrong. I'm going the Packers here. Eight and a half is a lot, but I, you know, Mitch Trubisky. I, screw it. Their offense sucks. So you're doing Bears. I'm doing Pack. And that leaves the final game, the Monday night game: Seahawks, Eagles. Eagles a road dog here. They are underdogs by five points. So Seattle getting five points on the road. 50 and a half is the over-under. Sharps are picking the Eagles. Everybody else is picking the Seahawks. I picked the Seahawks. I can't stand the Eagles. I think they're terrible. Uh, this is my favorite pick of the week. I This is this, like five points is easy for this game. Philadelphia is so bad. Philadelphia is terrible. They, I mean, I they're a type... I love Miles Sanders, but I can't even watch my own fantasy players on the Eagles play. Uh, like they that that is a that's punishing to watch. Yeah, they're they're that team. There's nothing about that team that's enjoyable. I would hate to be an Eagles fan because it's constant uh, disappointment. The games are boring. I, you know, Wentz is just frustrating beyond all. Uh, beyond all, I don't know. I, I forgot what I was trying to say there. Belief. So beyond all belief, there you go. You know, this is what happens sometimes when you're thinking about where you got to go next, and that would be our fourth down gambling pick. So uh, we're both in on the season. Fourth down. All right. It is the favorite part of the show. If you're getting ready to throw your money on the line, it is the gambling part of the show. We have created $2,000 bankrolls. Fictitious, of course. And we have decided to bet each week to see where we would land. Chris, fortunately for him, he's at about 800 bucks, so he's just a couple hundred under the initial bankroll. As for this guy right here, well, I'm at a 250. 250. I tanked, tanked a couple weeks ago, and I've been chasing my tail ever since. So I'm at 250. Chris is at 800, and here are our picks for the week. First, we will start with the Super Contest, our five picks for the week, should we have entered the Super Contest or DraftKings Contest, one of the two. I am going to go with the Chiefs, Giants, Texans, Steelers, and Seahawks. Again, the Chiefs, Giants, Texans, Steelers, and Seahawks. As for Chris, he's also going to take the Seahawks, but then he's going to go a complete different route for the other four games. He's going to go Colts, Vikings, Browns, and Rams. So his five picks will be the Seahawks, that game we got the same, and then the Colts, Vikings, Browns, and Rams. So, parlays are next up. I will start with mine. I've got two simple ones. I'm going to go 50 bucks on a two-team parlay. Giants and Texans, should that hit, that'll lock in 182. And then I'm going to do a correlated parlay with the Giants, the Texans, and the Steelers. Throw 50 down on that for 342. There was some dynamics to that bet I had originally that are since gone. I was really hoping Texans and Steelers on Thursday and then giving me the hedge option or cash out on Sunday before the Giants kicked off. That obviously went 
as the Steelers game got moved to Sunday, and so now the Giants and the Steelers will be playing at the same time. As for my brother, he's got two lined up. He's got a four-team parlay. He's going to be going Colts, Cards, Rams, and Seahawks. He's going to throw 25 on that for 250. His second parlay is going to be a money line parlay. He loves these suckers. This one's going to be 25 for 430. So here's how he juiced it up. He took the Falcons to win as a dog. He took the Bucks to win as a dog. He took the Rams and the Seahawks to win as favorites and then the Ravens to win as a dog as well. And that got him 25 for 430. Falcons, Bucks, Rams, Seahawks, and Ravens. Teaser time. Chris took that same money line parlay and he turned it into a teaser. So that turned into the Falcons and these point spreads will be, you know, rough estimates depending on where you might get it. But the Falcons plus nine, Ravens plus 10, Bucks plus nine and a half, Rams with a half a point, and the Seahawks with a point. So basically, the Rams and the Seahawks are both wins, and the Bucks, Ravens, and Falcons looking at non-blowout. I did two three-game parlays. The first one, 100 for 229, Packers down, Rams down, Giants down. So the Packers have to win by a field goal, Rams basically have to win, and the Giants have to basically win. So made those all basically win games. That's it. Got rid of those points. And then my other teaser is over-under teaser. I took the Arizona-New England game, New the Giants-Bengals game, and Washington-Dallas. I teased them all up, and I brought them under. So Cardinals-Pats at 55.5 going under. Giants-Bengals at 48 going under. And Washington-Cowboys under 52. Speaking of over-unders, we usually give two games for the week over-unders, and this is what we're going to do. Get a kick out of this one. I took the Giants and Bengals, and I took that under 42. Just see a low scoring affair. Bengals are pretty bad. Giants defense, pretty good. Okay, coming around. So going under 42 there. Cards, Pats, I'm going under 49.5. Both those two teams do not do well in the uh, against the over-under totals, so I figured I would put them together and take the under. My brother on the other side is taking the Giants-Bengals cards-pats, and he's going over on both of those. So he did the Giants-Bengals over 42, and he's doing the cards-pats over 49.5. I mean, go figure. You know, we got the same blood, so we see the same way. Kind of. We see it. Completely opposite, actually. Makes no sense. Survivor knockout. Let's get to it. Punch out. Get out of here. Survivor. I'm taking the Giants. They're in Cincinnati. I have not taken the Giants yet this week. Last week, uh, I ended up taking the Vikings, and they lost at home to the Cowboys. That was a tough one. So this week, I'm going to take the Giants. Knockout pool. I took the Raiders last week, and they lost. Skin of their teeth, but they still lost. And this week, I am going to do the 49ers. They are playing on the road versus the Rams. And even though they're coming off a bye, the Rams have been playing decent. And I really don't see the backup squad of the 49ers winning that game on the road. Uh, Chris didn't send me his, so we'll have to find out about what his picks were after the Thanksgiving holiday, which I would like to conclude by wishing you and yours a very happy and safe Thanksgiving. Hope you enjoy it with your family. Stay safe. Socially distance. Wear your masks. All that good shit. You know how it is. Let's just all be safe and enjoy this holiday. It'll help us get through these times. We've got Thanksgiving. We've got Christmas. And then we're going to have the beginning of the new year, which is a couple of crappy winter months. So let's enjoy this while we got it. What do you say? Good? All right. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy. Peace out. Audi 5000. Thank you.